0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com parentingpodcast parenting
1: podcast. You know, how you talk to your kids about who they are and their value can really shape the way they see themselves. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, and today we're going to hear from Dr. Kelly Flanagan about naming the good things you see in your kids. Here's Jim Daly to start that conversation. So how do we as Christian parents
2: do, a again, a biblical job, a godly job of making sure our kids are not, uh, you know, the rug's not taken out from under their sense of self-worth, yet they have a dose of reality? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, in, in the Bible, when someone encounters the unconditional love of God, they're often renamed. Um, Interesting. And, yeah. And I, I think, so one of the things, for instance, since you mentioned soccer, one of the things that we do, myself and my my co-coach on our soccer teams, is um, somewhere near the end of the season, after we've gotten to know the kids, uh, we do awards instead of awards. Um, and we, awards. We, awards. Awards, right. <laughs> and so we, we pick a word that we think exemplifies who they are, uh, unique how, to that child unique to that child oh, that's not good. how they played not we write the word on it we write their name the word and then the definition and then we give it to them in a ceremony what would be an example
2: do you does one kid pop out for you
0: oh yeah uh so um loyal uh would be one that pops out for my son um okay. when it, when he when he has decided that you're one of his people his teammate his friend or whatever, he's all in he that kid is all in man i would Someday, some people are going to be really lucky to have him for a friend, um, and so loyal would be an example. And so we we identify these words. And so they didn't get trophies saying everybody performed the same, everybody's behavior was equivalent, but they got words that actually distinguished them from each other and tried to name who they are and the beautiful thing that is in them.
2: Well, and again, I love your blog. I love what you are saying to your daughter and the letters you've written. What a great idea for all fathers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I've Mm -hmm. tried, I've journaled for my two boys Mm -hmm. and that's what I've done. You know, when I did the international work, I'd travel and I would spend hours journaling. They've got a nice leather bound journal now I haven't given it to them yet I think it'll be at the end of their senior year mm-hmm. they'll both get Very their cool. journals and thoughts and ideas and praise yes. and concern you know I'm, I'm stating what I'm concerned about yeah. but but hopefully in a way that is constructive for them okay. and to be uh, have an eye on right. for their own character and behavior mm-hmm. So if they're typical young men, <laughs> I'm sure they'll, they ignore are. they'll ignore it for four
0: or five years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? About 26-7, uh, yes. they'll probably
2: crack it open. Yes, and it will be... Oh, look, you, Dad be, said that. Totally. It'll be a treasure at that point. But it, but it is what you enjoy doing, and it's a great model for the rest of us. I do want to touch on the idea of grace because mm. it's so critical, so misunderstood mm. today, I think. And in a culture that buries you, you mm. know, takes you down if you don't measure up to some kind of criteria... Mm. We can forget God's grace toward us and mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. especially the person listening right now who may not have a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. They Let's just paint the picture. She mm-hmm. has been buried in relationships, uh, not found any worth, mm-hmm. a f- sense of worth mm-hmm. the way men have treated her. Um, maybe she's had an abortion mm-hmm. because that relationship she had ended yeah. poorly and she didn't feel like she could raise a child uh, because of her finances, whatever the reason, speak to me as if you're speaking to her Mm. about God's grace. What Mm. would you say to me? And I'm in the bottom of the barrel right now. Mm. You don't know my life. First thing I would
0: say is that your pain, the pain you feel right now, is not going to go away in a moment of me saying anything. Um, This pain is something that will have to be redeemed over the course of a very long time for you, and that's okay. So
2: know that That. that. emotionally, it's going to
0: take time. If you feel like you have to feel better immediately, uh, then there's more shame, right? I'm not good at healing. I can never recover. Healing takes time. If I feel like something I say needs to heal you immediately, now I'm shaming you because my sense of worth is dependent upon you responding to my words. So we have to be really careful of expecting immediate results. But I think what I would say is, uh, you know, there's one person who knows you better than anyone else. Um, This person created your soul. Uh, sent it into the world in this particular body and it hasn't been easy for you but there is someone with a capital s who still remembers the little one that he created um, and can see that little one still in you uh, and is just waiting for you to see it too Mm -hmm. and uh, and he'll 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 you dedicate your life to listening for his voice within you you'll you'll get there you'll you'll discover that little one again
1: I really liked what Kelly was saying, especially at the beginning of that clip, about how important it is to speak out, to name those good things you see in your kid's character. That is uh, really effective. And we, mom and dad, we are the best ones to do that for our kids' lives. That's, um, and this is a recurring theme here, Danny, that's intentional. That takes some real concentration on a parent's part. But talk about the effect on a kid when we do that.
3: Just like us, it lifts us up completely. It, it motivates us, especially if there's a good relationship. And even if there isn't a good relationship between you and and your child, it begins to feed some good into something that could otherwise be negative. Uh, so for instance, if there's a constant conflict, usually you'll find yourself as a parent going negative, saying, hey, why don't you pick this up? Why did you not uh, see the dish there that you needed to, to clean up? It's good to switch that to, hey, I noticed that you were responsible. You picked up your your shoes, put them away, whatever it is. You, you picked up your socks. Look for the little things and name them for them. Mm. If they said something truthful, something that uh, maybe sometimes is difficult for them, name that. Hey, you were honest. That's fantastic. I love seeing honesty in you. Or, hey, that was kind. You were kind to your brother. Maybe it was one out of 10 things that they did that was kind, and the nine were unkind make sure you're pointing out just as much the times that they're showing the character you're wanting in the home. That's motivating to a child. Many times the kids that are misbehaving are needing our love the most out of any of the kids around us, and they get the the least amount of love because they take the the, the patience out of us and drain us, and then we don't have energy for other things, and, and it makes it really hard. So for you as a parent, noticing that none of the things that the kids are doing usually are personal. They're not managing their emotions well, you can do is enter those by giving them uh, eyes into what they're doing that is right. Mm-hmm. And uh, another one is, is hey, you're you're being patient. I can see that you're being patient with your brother. Way to be patient. I really uh, see that that's growing in you and showing that maturity. They're going to continue to duplicate what you're telling them they're doing well. Yeah,
1: that reinforcement is so critical. And I... I, I just want to say I identify with what you were mentioning about being tired and sometimes kids who kind of break the rules a lot. Our youngest has some special needs. We've been parenting a long time. We're tired. I'm not young anymore. <laughs> and I, I had somebody, one of the counselors we worked with, um, just said, hey, you know what? He needs more reinforcement than you can possibly imagine, more positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. You can't affirm him too much. I really took that to heart, and I'm trying, and and yet it just takes a lot of effort. So listen, Mom and Dad, you might be at the end of your rope today, but let this be a reminder from one friend to another, just step it up a bit in this area. Uh, be more affirming. Speak those good things you see in your child's life and see what happens. Just try that for a while and see what happens.
3: And John, that's what steadfast love is all about, the the depth of love where... Uh, When a person's most unlovable, that's when love can shine the most, Mm -hmm. and that's that's an exciting thing for us, that we can uh, really practice ninja-level love uh, when our kids are being Very, very imperfect. Yeah,
1: and that's only possible because of God's divine love working through us. It's not in me. So uh, get some encouragement from us. If you'd like, we have a counseling team here, and they'd be happy to talk to you. Uh, We'll have a link in the episode notes to, uh, to reach them. Also, some resources like Dr. Kelly Flanagan's book, Lovable, Embracing What is Truest About You So You Can Truly Embrace Your Life. Uh, We've got that, and uh, we'll send a copy when you make a donation of any amount. By the way, we have a digital download of the rest of the conversation that Jim and I had with Kelly. Uh, All of these resources, uh, just look for those in the episode notes. We'll link over there. And uh, for now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening today to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.